I have no idea what's happening. God damn, that was pretty scary. Is that is that good? I think I've done enough. It's going to be a long trip back. Hello, welcome. Thanks for joining us again under the library. We are, of course, continuing our Blood on the Rocks module, The Adventures in the Town of Bloodstone. My name's Arthur. Tonight we are one Wayne short for a little bit. He'll be joining us later. So to start off, we have me playing Harold, Chris playing Bo, Emily is Florence, Wayne, oh, nope, Wayne will be Quentin later on when he shows up, and Scott as Yocker. Oh, and there's Rick and- down at the bottom. <laughs> there's two spaces, but <laughs> my notes have spaces. So <laughs> Rick oh, did, is playing Philip Donner. Dick? I did forget Dick, Rick. Um, and as always, our keeper and the creator of this module is Michael. Michael, who's also a dick. Take this thing away from me because I've screwed it up enough. Oh, Yocker, what did you do? <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> And, just and I even I've just got something really ready for him tonight now too. <laughs> it's pulled up on my other screen. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining us. Under the library, uh, under the library is a horror tabletop role-playing game, and we're grateful you're joining us. You should know it is for mature audiences, even though it's done by some immature folks. Uh, if you want to support us and like what we do, join us on Patreon at patreon.com under the library. And for last week's recap. Uh, which does never mind goes to Emily. Thank you. Take it away, Emily. <laughs> okay. Please rescue us. <laughs> so, last week we began with Philip. Philip, remember, is walking his injured horse Priscilla uh, like six hours back to town at a very slow pace while examining the melon shaped rock that he got from the mine. So, breaks for lunch about halfway and while he's eating he sees a rider approaching and stands and waves to him rider comes over and introduces himself as jack willis from back from yonder back east back east yonder jack we met jack it's a very specific they share some food they share some back east okay Whatever you say. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, They share some hooch. Jack hates the hooch. He makes that very clear, describing it as tasting like donkey piss. Uh, They have an exchange. Not the most pleasant exchange. Turns out Jack is a mean drunk and says that Phil has uh, the lips of Satan. No, Mark of Satan on his lips. There you go. And... His whole lips. All of the lips. <laughs> uh, anyway. So Jack will not answer any of Philip's questions, but Jack actually asks some questions of his own, asks about new people in town, very pointed questions. And when Philip avoids giving any information, Jack pulls a gun, puts it up to his forehead, not his lips, and threatens him. So, Philip gives some names with some puns and still avoids real, real, wow. Admitting, nope, offering synonyms, revealing, thank you, the names of his friends. 
Um, Jack leaves. He just says, I'll keep an eye on you. And Phil, offended that there was no thank you offered for the food and booze, uh, yells at him. No, thank you. Jack fires a warning shot. Phil fires a real shot. And then they have a little bit of a gunfight. The, the fight ends with Philip, a leg wound for Philip. Leg wound. Um, and Jack having been shot several times. Jack was shot and in his the back. Foot caught in the stirrup. He is dragged off into the distance. Scott cried the whole time. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I can't find where I wrote what Philip's wound was. Um, thigh wound. Upper thigh. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, All right. Just below. You want it to keep going up? <laughs> uh, let's cut to Gerald's house. Um, Harold examines the metal cylinder in the kitchen that seems kind of like a modern blender. He is not very careful and he's, he cuts off the tip of his finger. At the same time, Florence and Quentin discover stairs to the, or a rope ladder to the basement and go down. There are tunnels to the right and left. I'm having a lot of trouble tonight. A lot of trouble. We all are having a lot of trouble tonight. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's because you're sitting too close to Rick. Yeah. I think that's it. Okay. Okay. Let me move over a little bit. Um, I don't know which side of me Rick is on in the display. So you are directly above him. <laughs> You're directly above. Okay. Yeah. Can't do much about that. Like uh, <laughs> no. Oh no, no, no. You're going to have to gray that out. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Sexual assault. Add that to the list. Uh, Rick, you are on a roll. my friend. <laughs> so on the, down the right <laughs> <laughs> you've broken Scott <laughs> you are so awkward <laughs> uh, my apologies for the folks who are listening audio only you might want to go check out the YouTube oh, no. version no we got it we found a room it was full of electronics <laughs> <laughs> Emily soldiers on <laughs> Can't talk because Rick grabbed her boobs. <laughs> um, um, oh, what are you talking about? Oh, oh, no. Scott, we would have been okay without the narration. <laughs> Thank you, Emily. Were you just worried about the people who weren't watching video? I was. Yeah. I didn't want them okay. to miss out. Okay. Oh, okay. Everything was um, okay. Mm-hmm. So, no. Oh, I forgot. Very important piece of information. As Florence reached the bottom of the ladder, she heard a crack like a watermelon breaking from an, a direction that is unclear. Um, but in this room that Quentin and I examine, there are all of these spider-like appendages attaching to all of the different like mechanical devices in the room, and they all come from a large green glowing humming contraption and we can't figure it out we finally get harold down there and he also it blows his mind as an inventor but he also does not understand exactly 
how it works. Um, yet. Yet, exactly. Quentin and Florence are going to head to down the left-hand tunnel and see what's over there. Harold is left behind arguing with Millie, but perhaps he will be able to focus enough to examine the green glowing humming contraption. So at this point, we cut to Bo and Yacker, who decided to leave some belongings at Seraphim Falls and pack for a night outside. They're going to bring a spare horse. They're going to go find Philip. And uh, they do find him by total chance because he's out in the middle of nowhere. And he's dazed, speaking oddly, with a very obvious limp. Philip tells the story of meeting Jack Willis and Bo immediately asks for details. Was he dead? Was he really dead? Did you see him dead on the ground? Did you check the body? This is obviously an, uh, a matter of great importance to Bo, who uh, gets a little bit peeved as Philip just chatters on, prattles and babbles. and um, Bo actually rather rudely takes his leave. He's going to follow the blood trail and he is going to find Jack, who we gather may not be Jack Willis after all, but his nemesis, Jack Crab. And uh, when Yocker and Philip insist on following, Bo fires a warning shot and leaves alone. He follows the trail for about an hour, finds a horse on the ground next to a body, puts the horse out of its misery and begins to examine the body. He sees a head disfigured from dragging and potentially also from birds and animals having already found it. Uh, Bo is trying to identify the body, but with the head in this state, it's very difficult. And where we left him, he was going to try to identify the boots as potentially being the ones that kicked him so horribly. Yeah, so very, very well done in spite of all that was going on, Florence. Yes, it was indeed. hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a very hard start to the show. <laughs> that was very difficult. It's going to be a good all one. All the way around. It's yeah. going to be great. Yep. We can only go up from here, right? No. Ooh, that no, it, sounds it like a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that because it way to throw worse. down the gauntlet. Uh, yeah. So, I, Bo, you took kind of like the flap of skin that had come off the side of his face, and you flap it back on there, and there's just too much gone, right? And so, <clears throat> you you remember this distinct moment of lying on the ground and those those boots kicking you, right, flying at your at your torso. Um, as he beat the crap out as as Jack uh, Crab beat the crap out of you long ago, and those boots are just welded into your mind, and so you you reach under the horse uh, where it's toppled on the legs. You can't really can't see them, and you you grab hold of the bottom of the boot, and you you get under there with both hands, and you pull really hard, right, and the boot comes flying off and, and as it like you fall backwards and as it lands in your lap in the moonlight, you just like, 
you almost cry a little bit with this sigh of relief. Um, these these are not the boots of Jack Crab. Um, these are in the in the moonlight. They have a they have a reflection about them that um, you think might be snakeskin. Okay, and um, you remember Crab's boots as uh, as being a, a leather, right, and more uh, buckled. This one is uh, this one is a, a really fine boot. Actually, you can tell by feeling it in the moonlight, um, and it's maybe a bit curious to you. Well, and then he uh, also the thing that was curious is uh, I'm talking to myself. This is strange now. I've been tracking Jack Crab for a better part of two years, and Phil said that this here fellow was was potentially looking for me, and I don't know how the hell Jack Crab would have turned that back on me. He's not—he's a dumbass. He ain't smart enough to figure out he's being tracked. The uh, the brains of the operation was uh, Asa Watts. Crab was just the the mutton-headed uh, muscle. Well, oh well, then I check, uh, I take his gun. Do you have a new pair of boots now? Uh, oh, this guy's feeder, like a size 13. They ain't gonna, they ain't gonna fit me. Uh, and I look through his, uh, the horse's bags and see if he's got anything of uh, value in there. there. There's no gun left. Uh, there's no gun. Oh, it got recover. left. Be- got le- yeah, oh, okay. because remember he was he had turned and shot, and then he got shot oh, off they, and drunk. Yeah. So okay. it's somewhere back. What about in his uh, saddlebags? Anything uh, uh, left in there? Yeah, make a luck roll. Okay. Oh, I got a seventy luck. I rolled a seventy nine, so I, I ain't lucky. Um, I, and. So you just kind of find some food belongings, some foodstuffs, blankets to sleep on, those kinds of things. Nothing too particularly curious. Uh, Well, I just uh, say, God bless you, your vulture food now, and mount up and uh, head back. I'm, uh, I'm thinking because it's been an hour to get where I'm going that they've already headed back to town. So rather than heading back to them, I'm going to head straight for town from here. And Michael's coughing. All right. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> as you, and I'm sorry, in the moonlight, just so we're clear, as you looked at the boots at the very top, there were the initials JW. Oh, which, okay. Which would have lined up with yep. Jack Willis. So absolutely. It's not like uh, Jack Crab bought a new pair of boots. And then it's his initials. Right. And then it, it's hard to tell in the moonlight, but possibly a yellow stripe right down the middle of the boot that goes uh, from the top of it, right down <clears throat> towards the heel of it in between the, the snake skin. Oh, okay. Interesting. I changed my mind. I take those damn boots. Okay. You know, I'll give them to uh, Squeaks. Maybe Squeaks can. Uh, she had pretty big feet. Squeaks did. Maybe they'll fit. 
fit her. Men's size right. 13. Wow. <laughs> her feet are the same size as mine. In them. <laughs> Jesus. That seems so, like squeeze kind of thing. Yep. So that's it for me. I'll just uh, mosey on back to town. Not too quick because it's moonlight. So I, you know, I can't go galloping. Yeah, as you so you're off towards the west, if you remember right, yep. like uh, the trail between the mine and town runs north and south, and the horse took off with this guy due west and then died about an hour west. As okay, you, so I'll, I'll just yeah. triangulate and go northwest, I guess. Sure, northeast. Give me sorry, a spot. Northeast. Yeah, give me a spot hidden. That's probably not good. Let me uh, let me check here. My spot hidden. Uh, nope. Uh, mine's fifty. I got a seventy-five. Okay. Not, so as you're not a good night for me. Yeah, as you're headed back towards town in that northeasterly direction, uh, you you feel. You feel the air shift a little bit and you hear a beating sound like a thwop, thwop, thwop in the air and then a, a rush as something swoops past your head and over you off into the distance. And wow, so it was like a big beating of wings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, vultures have pretty, a pretty decent wingspan. Is it maybe something it's like that? It's it's pretty it's it's nighttime at this point. So yeah. low moon okay. uh, and you see the form kind of move off. But nothing but, un unnatural about it. I think, oh, it's probably just a big, probably just a large bird. Sure. OK, you could think that flying around. Yeah, because I don't I don't know enough about flying mythos yet to think head. it's anything other than a bird. OK. All right. Okay. So yeah, I'm all set. Yep. Okay. Yocker and Phil, y'all are together. Yes. Yeah. So I, what, I, what I'm going to do is uh, try and get Phil onto the spare horse and just uh, we can ride slowly back and walk your horse behind us and just go head back to town. Uh, I appreciate that, Yaka. Yeah, you got it. A... No problem there, buddy. We're back to that now. No, so he's been doing it. He's, no, he's been the, doing it all along. He was just no, me. Yeah, that that, that really? has not stopped, thankfully. Really? All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I I'm a little weirded out because you don't sound exactly the same. But uh, we can uh, we can do this, Jack. Just go ahead and uh, help my good like. Yeah, let's help you good like. I sound like me. You know what I mean. Uh, you know what it's like for us guys. Just, all right, let me get you up on the horse there. Uh, <laughs> just watch my high my high thigh wound. It's pretty high up there. Yeah, uh, you, you did a pretty good job tying it up, but do you need me to help out at all? Do you need any more medical attention? I don't know. Do I need? I guess I could. Let me just see if I can do a little tourniquet here. Make sure I get something else, and uh, make sure it's all nice, prim, and proper. I know we. Yeah, are. I'm not going any higher. It's not that you, kind of handy pinky. I'm you, just trying to get you on the horse. Oh, okay. Well, I appreciate that. Um, and then we'll get up on the horse. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. Is this like all of a sudden a broke back mountain episode? No, no. What is He's going helping on? me get up on the horse. He's I'm helping him up on the leg. horse because he, he already tourniqueted his own leg. So 
he did his own medical care last time. So I was checking to make sure he was okay. And now I'm helping him up on the horse. Okay. There we go. And we'll head back toward town in a townwardly direction, which I believe was east from here. And going, you know, at a slow enough pace that it doesn't aggravate his wound. And my horse is with us, right? We've got that sort of. Yeah, we've got it sort of tied off on the back. (laughs) It's going to be a long trip back with your poor lame horse. He's not that. Maybe not. Could y'all make luck rolls for me? Whoa. Is this luck music? Yep. It's dice rolling music. Oh my god, I got a one. Whoa. Oh. I got a 32, but I've got a 16 for luck, so I missed. I'm I'm never gonna get a single luck roll in this game. Oh yocker. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. We do need to solve that Yocker's luck thing. I've got a 16 luck. I don't know how it happened. Yeah, we were going to fix it, remember? Yeah. Move some shit around. And... I think this might be the third week in a row we've talked about it, actually. Yeah. That you were going to help me move it? I don't know. It's pretty good at this point. I mean, why would we change it now? <laughs> it is entertaining. You're, you're just smart and unlucky. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of kind of, like Rick. <laughs> but uh, have Yocker Jr. in your back pocket. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, All right. so, yeah. Yeah. So a- as you get loaded up on the horse, you're, you kind of fall forward a little bit. And what's wrong? What's Keep going. It? I just okay. where's we're going. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. All right. So you fall forward a little bit. And there's a huge swoosh, right? As something flaps over you. And Yaker, you're getting onto your horse. Well, if it's it's so it's not when I was putting him on the horse. No, 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 no. I got this it. Is, okay. This is after yep. you're you're getting onto your horse and it rams you. You just take a huge, it doesn't, I shouldn't say ram, but it, it glancingly blows you enough to knock you. And that's, and that's wow. the thing. Phrasing right? times not, two. So, right? not, so just to be clear, Yocker's been glancingly blown at this point. Yeah. And, and not quite rammed. Well, it's hard to get glancingly <laughs> blown. This, this whole episode needs to be grayed out. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get through it, but Art's face just wouldn't let me. All right. So anyway, I don't even know what to say. You take a glancing shot. You take a glancing shot. It knocks you right off your horse and you go sprawling. Not enough to do any damage, but it totally knocks the wind out of you. I mean, you're laying flat on your back on the ground as whatever this thing was hit you. Uh, Phil, as you Uh laid over the horse, it totally flew over you and you're able to watch it. And... The only thing that you can think is that's the biggest fucking bat you've ever seen in your life. And of course, while watching it, you don't yell to Yocker to duck. <laughs> well, well, that yeah, part so all, all happened so, so fast. That was his that was his luck. It basically flew over him and into Yocker. Oh, so the better my luck is, the worse Yocker's is. This is great. I'm going to enjoy this right back. Uh, so I guess I'll keep an eye. We're moving at this point, but uh, do no, I no, see no. It? I'm sprawled on the ground. Oh my God, you had oh, to say that down. when I had a mouthful of water. 
this thing that rammed and blue yocker flew almost into him while he was okay. sprawled out yes Whew. yeah okay so i'm gonna get up and i'm taking up my shotgun okay and uh, and, and i get up on my horse Phil, part of your luck is you realize this came directly out of the West. Okay. Uh, and it's flying off into the East and up into town now. Uh-oh. And when I look out West for briefly, as I'm trying to keep my eye on this thing, if I just quickly look back, is there more? Is there anything else? Like, do I see? Make a, make a spot hidden with advantage. We'll, we'll say this as part of your continued luck here. Oh, that's a 19 and yeah, that's probably good enough. And another one. What? what? Show it to us. Cheater oh, dice. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold it disappeared. On. There's a zero. The, the dice. That's a zero. Oh, that's a one. Sweet. Wow. Wow. That's, yes. That's good. This is ex- this is exactly where I want you to use all your ones up because I want you to roll one hundred later. I haven't, I haven't had any before. This I, I don't think uh, I've oh, ever had one. Did, I, did my camera break? Y- your camera did just turn off. Oh fuck! <laughs> that one was too much for it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never I've never had a one or a hundred. Yeah, I haven't had ones before. This is two two. Two rolls from one another. Um, I like these dice. It's a it's one in a hundred chance. <sighs> wow! All right, your, you your do see bouncing one. Up and down now. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. What's going on? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like bobblehead Rick. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me. That's so oh, disturbing. Oh my god! Whoa! <laughs> What's happening? Oh, getting trying to stabilize it. Just. Oh no! It's, it's not working. working. <laughs> well, you did something. You guys fucked with it. Yeah, that. it's definitely us. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely us who's doing who are doing this. Uh, <laughs> it's, oh like, it's like he's doing some bad spaceship special effects. I gotta stabilize it. Hold on. Let me. You let are me... so good at technology. I gotta stabilize it. <laughs> All right, keep going. That was the best Scottish accent. That, that was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there are non-paying people who want to see what happens to us more than, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's better. better Yep, perfect. Your significant significant other must be a really lucky person. That's all I've got to say. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, I love this. Okay. So Are what's going back? on, Michael? Wow. All right. So you look back off to the west, and you do indeed see another one coming out hmm. in the distance. Uh, Bo, at this same time, right? You would you would feel another one of these whooshes go over you, uh, Phil. You're you're or or maybe. Right before Phil sees it, you'd feel another one of these whooshes. Hmm. Phil, you see it get pretty close, and this time you're able to get a really good bead on it. Well, can I, I mean, can I shoot at it? Sure. It's nighttime. You're, you'd be making, pro- I mean, it's. I mean, I spotted the fuck out of it. I mean, I. Sure. Out of the last but, one. 
Let's no, 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 this one, the second one. Here's how he saw it. Oh, he got <laughs> one again. Yeah. yeah. It's just, just so we're clear, you're taking a rifle shot in dark at a flying animal. But sure, go for it. Shoot at it. I actually no, hope I, you... I you actually hope, hit my third I, one? I, I actually hope you hit it. Oh, no. You don't want to hit it, Phil. <laughs> I mean, just to be clear, when you roll your 98 right now, you're yeah. going to shoot me. <laughs> Let's just be clear. 35. Uh, so that's just a regular success. Yeah, that's that's not going to be enough. Yeah. Um, it will be enough, however, for that rifle to, to go right, right over. And you see it. You, you you don't have tracer bullets, so you don't see it. But that flying thing doesn't seem to do much except make an elegant turn in your direction. Mm. Oh, that's, this is the one that was heading towards me. No, no, you saw it in the distance. I was about to explain that it was heading up north towards town, and then you took a shot at it. Oh. So I've got my shotgun out, so but if we it gets in range, I'm going to shoot. Right. Okay, yeah, and I'll cock my gun and, or, you know, keep an eye out. Is that, is that how that goes? <laughs> pretty close. That's I pretty love close. that there's actual crickets going on right now. <clears throat> yep. Okay. Hang on, because I want to make sure that as this thing approaches y'all with your... Yeah, okay, good. Your meager amount of hit points. <laughs> That you two are, yeah, taking on right here. Let me see. It's average. Oh, okay. All right. Um, and I guess as it's coming towards me, I'll take out whatever loud objects I might have, like a tin of cookies or, or biscuits or a jar, like a glass jar. And I want to have that. A cookies. Glass jar. Oh my God! Where did you come from? Oh, Your grandmother's like, uh, a glass jar of circus your peanuts. Grandmother's. Uh... Oh wait a minute! Hold on. Look, and there's Cthulhu. Get the Reese's pieces out. Get the ribbon candy. We, we, we oh, do listen. like to take a glass That's jar what? of circus peanuts when we're on okay, horseback okay, in okay, the desert. Okay, okay, oh yeah. Okay. I'm okay, taking but... down the mythos with peanut brittle, guys. Come on. Uh, all, all right, right. all right. Wax right. bottles. You need wax bottles. Oh yeah, Spanglers. Okay, bye. Fuck you guys. I'll take I actually feel like I might be in a different Zoom than <laughs> Phil, and I'm just talking, and like Phil's doing something. Is, is there another keeper in another room somewhere? Okay. All right. So right. this portion of what the hell is Phil saying is brought to you by Spangler Circus Peanuts. Okay, mm, yeah, okay, delicious. okay. Spangler so, Circus Peanuts if I strong have, enough I, to stand up to the ethos. <laughs> I'm presuming I have like a small tin of flour or something. Yeah, absolutely. That's all yours, buddy. Okay, so I want to take that tin and I want to okay. put a couple of bullets in it. Dumping the flour? Wasting food, Phil? Ah! <laughs> You're not here for him, and uh, don't make that, me come up there. That, that was amazing. And I'll and I'll and I and I and then I want to I want to basically get a match ready. Oh, oh, oh okay. What the? And I want to and I want to light it, throw it in with the flower and bullet, and throw it. Okay, so MacGyver. Yep. Um. How long do you think this takes you to do? 
Well. I mean, you are, I can. All right, so. And then I set up a string trap, and the string no, trap no, was connected no, got, to the I've camel got, that I bought in town the next day. I've got, I've got plenty of supplies with me, so I, I'm, you know, I'm turning, getting a thing, twisting it, putting a couple bullets in there, giving a little thing. Okay, so right about then, uh-huh. Yocker, as you're as you're mounting onto your horse, or oh, I don't no. know what are you, I would tell me what I you're doing. Been on my, I was on my horse at this point. And he took his shot, and I had my shotgun out. So I'm looking at where he shot. Oh, okay. And and I've got my gun ready. Yeah, and I, okay. I say and I say aloud, there's another one coming towards us. Okay. So all right. Then I'll give you this, Shocker. Make a sanity roll. Mm-hmm. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> Better than a luck roll. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, eight. Dear Lord, what is going on with y'all tonight? All right. Eight out of 33. My sanity's not that high either. <laughs> Just wait till you get back to Harold. Oh. The rolls will go to shit. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I go to look for something. Oh, uh, yeah, you'll just stick your hand in a hole full of snakes. Yep. All right. Um, Yocker, you're able to steal yourself by just putting out of your mind what this possibly could be. But what you're looking at is something, uh, a silhouette, and maybe that's why it's the silhouette of it. You're not able to fully take it in. The The center portion of this is roughly, roughly 12 to 15 feet tall, and uh, the wings coming off of it are... You know, again, uh, this is a a big spread. You're not really sure, but maybe like thirty feet. Whoa! Um, it's flapping, and it's coming at me, right? That's correct. It's coming at it's coming at Phil, who's playing with a jar in his lap full of bullets, and you have your shotgun out. Correct. So, and when it's in range, which is what, like twenty, thirty feet. Sure. It's yeah. We'll call we'll call it. It's at about fifteen feet. So, it's at fifteen feet now. Yeah. So I'm shooting. Okay. They'll wait for Phil to throw up the tin, and then you could shoot the I, tin. I, I don't know about the tin shenanigans. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Detonate a bomb right over both your heads. All right, Yaka. Roll for roll. roll make your firearms roll. Okay. Come on, ninety-eight. Come on, ninety-eight. <laughs> yes. Uh, thirty-three, which is, uh. The second, like it's, it's a hard. Yeah. Okay. Hard. That's fine. Roll for damage. What's the damage on a shotgun? It should say in your sheet. Uh, I can find that if you don't have it. I have a shotgun. It's uh. uh oh, three d six. Four. No, it's four d six. Double barrel shotgun is four d six. Oh, four d six. At uh, close range. Uh, 2d6 at uh, medium range, and it, so it doesn't. 15 it, feet is short range. Uh, re- the, re- the range goes uh, uh, 5, 10, 20. So close range is 5, 
Yeah. Medium range is 10, long long range is 20. It can't do anything beyond 20. Uh, I mean, well, this is a shotgun. This I didn't take a double barrel. I just took a shotgun. And it on my sheet, it put 3d6 at 50, 2d6 at 100, no, and 1d6 a at no, 150. A sh- a sh- no, a shotgun can't fire that far. Yeah. You've got the wrong oh, I've got the wrong one. Yeah. Oh. Y'all talk about Spangler peanuts, and I'll look up shotguns. Mm, that was a delicious circus peanut. <laughs> can I Spangler peanuts? Can I can I, library. can I can I continue to make my flower bomb and throw it? No. All right. <laughs> Let's see. We have. I'm going to guess. Oh, I'm have... sorry. I'm sorry, Yocker. Uh, the the five oh, that I said, it cut off Perfect. the zero. The range I have is 10, 20, Spanglers. 50. Yeah, that's what I have, too. And after 50, it's just no good. Because the shot so it... would spread out too far. So yeah. at 15, it's a 3D6, you're saying? I have 2D6. Yeah, and it's again, It's uh, let me see. It's cutting off. I hate when it cuts off the uh, numbers. <sighs> okay, yep, here it is. Uh, it is a f- 4D6. 2d6, 1d6. So roll 2d6. Got it. Okay, I got a 7. Okay. Right? And, uh, you know, there's a wallop into your shoulder, and it uh, it squarely pounds into this thing, whatever it is, uh, which then immediately uh, latches on or attempts, I should say, to latch on to Phil. Uh, It has some talons that wraps around his shoulders and sinks into him, and yeah. Phil, your luck has run out. I get to dodge it, or uh, Yeah, hang on. Let me cough, and then we can make our rolls here. Don't forget to turn your head. What's that? He was making a, a nutsack joke. <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. All right. And let's see. Make a roll for this. What are you going to do as it tries to latch on to you? Uh, I guess it'll roll to the side, you know, so that it's, it's coming down and I sort of roll. So it goes past me. Does that make sense? Like it's, yeah. So that, so that seems like, that seems like a dodge, like a side saddle thing. Yeah. 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 I could see you riding side saddle. I ride side saddle all the time. All right. Well, fortunately for you, uh, what are you doing there? No. Phil? What are you Hold doing? Hold on. Where's this? There's the double zero. He's messing with his camera what? again. And that is a. I think it's a six. Let me see. Yeah. Oh, okay. Still. God yeah, damn. that's a six. There you go. Wow. All right. Uh, the shotgun. I can't believe that. The shotgun blast throws the tra- trajectory of the beast way off, and so as you duck and move. It swoops high, partially pushed by the shotgun blast. There's a horrible screech in the air. Uh, One that absolutely kind of makes your your knees shake. 
And Phil, as you do it, make a sanity roll. Because I got to see how sane I am after that cool move. Yeah. 23. Okay. And, you know, ignorance is the blessing of fools, right? And so as this thing swoops at you and then moves off into the distance and the screech, you just kind of pass it off in your mind. Just Phil's just glad to have dodged another encounter with a great beast. Oh, my God. Um, so, all right. So I'm keeping. I'm reloading. Okay. Although, because I'm assuming the shotgun has to be reloaded each time. Yes. Yep. So I'm reloading, and then I'm keeping an eye out. I'm going to get off my horse as I'm looking around, and I want to go over to around where I shot it, and see if any parts came off, any blood came off, if there's anything I can gather. Yeah. Uh, we won't make you do a luck roll for that. How about a spot hidden? Look out, those spot hidden rolls are dangerous. <laughs> Might get a gopher. Just ask Harold. You're gonna stick your no. hand in a sand blender. Sixty six. Okay. Uh there's I don't see nothing. There's just some like kind of you you stick your hand down and there appears to be some bloody soil, possibly. It's a little goopy. Sure, whatever's there, uh, I'll take it, um, take out a handkerchief and sort of wrap it up. Okay. Just uh, cause, just in case Harold might be able to examine it. Okay. Uh, Phil's got a set of glass jars he could put it in. <laughs> I, I thought that was a bomb. I thought it was an IED. No, I, I, I've got, I got glass jars from uh, Nerd, Nerdy Ned back at the, at the, uh, yeah, the uh, store. Yeah, Leon. perfect. All right, so I'll, t I'll take uh, some of the yeah. the goopy, bloody stuff and put it in one of your jars. Then get back up on the horse. Got my shotgun ready just in case and start heading back to town. Okay. I'm saying, God damn, that was pretty scary. <laughs> I don't know what the uh, hell that was. Some kind some of big fucking of a bird or something, huh? Big, big like a bird to bat. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We got to get back, though. Uh, it's, it's getting too weird out here. All these yeah. giant friggin' bats. You know, you ain't going smoke on that ready. one, that buddy. You, you, you know, there's something. You sound, you sound different, Nyaka. I, I don't know. Maybe it's been all the, all these wonderful adventures I've been having. Uh, but uh, you don't sound the same. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good. Little, little different. And I got to say, that was quite the dodge you did back then. That was amazing. Well, thank you. I do yoga. Um, so uh, I don't know who <laughs> yoga is, but you got to introduce me sometime. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I guess so. Well, uh, uh, we should uh, head on back and uh, uh, make sure uh, we got to make sure, you know, we're running low on supplies. So uh, do you want my flower bomb? We're running low on flour, rice, <laughs> beans, All right, so cornmeal. So, keeper, as we're on our way back, I'd like to keep an eye out. Um, I'll put out. I'll, I'll yeah, fair. I'm going to look forward if you can uh, look backwards once in a while and make sure there's nothing coming up on us. And then I, I want to have just my little flower bomb ready to go. So in the meantime, I've sort of made like a little notch in it. I put a little like cloth. I've got this like 
flower bullet bomb. My goal is to make a lot of noise with this to distract a bat. I don't know if that's clear. That's the higher order thinking. So I just there's there were no YouTubers back in this time period, so there's no need to like glitter bomb anybody. I'm just not really sure exactly what the this flower and bullets concoction is supposed to do. Well, something that's going to carry the flame briefly, and then the bullets that'll go off and make sound. That's the goal. Just sound. Not not like damage with it, but I need something to distract bats. Echolocation. I need to make sound away from us as a distracting device. Sort of works. Flower is combustible. Mm -hmm. Sure. Thank you. Okay. Yep. Uh, you're hoping that the combustion of the flower will set off the bullets. Yep. And then if it does, I don't I don't know if it will. I don't know enough about bullets. As no idea. a player, I don't. No idea. Yeah. I'm sure oh, that the there will be the a fancy role to determine the direction that the bullets travel once they explode. Oh, that's right. You're right. A thousand percent there will be. I actually can't wait for this flower bomb to go off. <laughs> How many bullets did you put in there? Two. Three, four? A couple. Let's say a couple. A few. Whatever. Couple two three. Couple two tree. Two tree. And uh, we'll head our back way back. Yep. And now we're just ambling back. <laughs> and keeper is trying to survive. It's not COVID. Poor keeper. Okay. Um all right. So should we switch over to the misadventures of Quentin, Florence, and Harold? Oh sure. Sure. Okay. While uh, Phil, Yocker, and Bo make their way back into town, is that is that good? Or Phil, was there anything else you wanted to do? I think I've done enough. <laughs> <laughs> and there was another screenshot. <laughs> yep, <laughs> you noticed that, huh? <laughs> okay. Um, Florence, do you want to? Uh, remind us where everybody is in the tunnels at the moment? Sure. So Harold is still in the right-hand chamber with all of the strange devices. He was arguing with Millie when Quentin and I left him to go see what's down the left-hand hallway. Oh, that's right. Okay. So alright. So y'all make your way down the left-hand hallway, probably about six or seven feet, not terribly far, mm -hmm. and you can see that up ahead it's making another Y, and so it, it splits off again to the right and to the left. Okay, there it goes. To, mm. the, to the left, there seems to be a purple glow emanating out of the room, and... To the right, uh, you can see that the lights above, there are lights above, or there's these cylinders, these glowing cylinders on the ceiling, but they aren't on. Mm. Okay. Um... And I have a, I have, I have the rifle. Whose rifle is that anyway? Was that yours, Harold? Yes. No, that's your rifle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think you yeah. are mine. And uh, I think, and I, and uh, with Florence and um, 
Who's in the front, Florence? You or I? I can't remember. I guess I was probably in the front because <laughs> I blithely walked into the right-hand chamber. Well, the, this is the left-hand chamber, though. Oh, I meant when I came downstairs, I just wandered into the right-hand oh, chamber okay, without no. even waiting for anyone. I was just curious. No, I think we discussed going into the other chamber. So uh, I'll, I'll have happy. I'll be happy to have Cl Quentin go in the front with his rifle. Okay. Okay. Quint All I'm. Go ahead. Quentin and Florence, I need you both to make a pow roll. Pow, pow, pow! Harold, you should know that Millie has gotten suddenly very quiet. Ooh. Like Ooh. you're like oh. It's almost a relief, Whew. right? You're like, Whew. All right, pow time. Although I do get a little nervous when I don't hear her talking because she does talk a lot. I get a 73. It's time. It's a night for 70s, and that does not get my pow. Okay, and Florence, what did you roll? I didn't get it. Okay, but what did you roll? A 69. Okay. <laughs> and <All right>. the <laughs> giggle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Florence, great. take your headphones off for a second. Okay, Quentin, you have lost... Your mind is, is here, but all of a sudden your hands are raising the rifle at Florence. Actually, Florence, you can put your headphones back on. <laughs> you probably... You don't have to... Uh, you, you don't have to take them off for this. Uh, Quentin, you've you've lost control of your bodily functions. Um, and Not like Phil. <laughs> One no. right. But you're you're raising the rifle at Florence's head and your finger trigger is starting to pull at the trigger and you're fighting this in your mind. You're screaming at it and you're you're deeply make a sanity roll oh boy okay actually i'm pretty good in the sanity famous <laughs> last words famous last words pretty good let's just say and that would be an 85 not even close okay damn it chris no. right you take off three points of sanity <laughs> Me too. Ooh. and i looked at you and i couldn't Oh, it was that darn finger trigger. Was... <laughs> Yocker! Oh, Why are you outing so us? so hard to let it go. Okay, obviously I must have said something wrong. <laughs> it, it, I... was a it was a super innocent one, which is why we were trying to let it go. Uh, it but was... then I, like, I saw Emily smile, and then I looked over at Chris, and he was trying to hold in, and I couldn't anymore. It's really hard to say the shows for mature audiences when it's really done by fifth and sixth graders. Yes. I mean, let's just like... Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, you start freaking out, right? You, the sweat starts pulling out of your head. You don't want to shoot. Um, nice. You don't want to shoot Florence. And a very distinct voice in your head says, leave now. And it, it releases you. It releases your body and lets you let go of the gun. Hmm. And I say to, uh, and, uh... Pouring. Pouring, asshole. Pouring. <laughs> so, so, like, release the gun, just, like, put the gun back to a non-threatening position? 
Yeah, like you, you, you pull it back down, and and you're you're really freaked out, right? Three points, yeah. a, a three point sanity loss would be. That's a good chunk, and I say. And <clears throat> was what? there a moment in there for me to do anything? Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, were we heading towards it, the purple glow of the all oh, the lights off? Did it make a difference, or just down that corridor? You were just headed towards that wife, Florence. Make a spot hidden to see if you even notice this happen. Because you're in front of him at the moment, so you may not have even seen it. Uh, I definitely saw it with a hard success. Oh, so now Florence is standing, staring at you, mouth agape. Y'all take it from here. Okay, and I, and I just say, uh, Florence, uh, something came over me. It was horrific. Do, do you feel a sense of absolute utter dread coming from this area i i, I lost control I, I don't i feel dread but it's for a very specific reason and i said i i get a sense that we should we should back out of this room and not head in but i i and then i say i and i don't know what to say i i just uh i'm quiet at that point so quentin is a little bit uh, with three points off of sanity i think he's a little bit lost for words Quentin, hand me the gun. And, uh, uh, he would. I was going to say, he hands you the gun. Uh, with that, okay. with that feeling of, uh, relief. Yeah. Harold, then, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, so, can I, you join us for a minute? <clears throat> yeah, hiya. What, what's going on here? What did I miss? Um, this is yours, right? Yeah, the rifle. I, I, the best I recollect. Yep. <laughs> uh, why don't you take it back, okay. Quentin? Quentin, I don't. Quentin, what are you feeling right now? I feel that we should. Um, something is telling me to turn back, but I think it's not what we should be doing. Everything tells me that it's a. Uh, it's leading us astray. It doesn't want us to see something, but it's horrible. I. I don't know what's going on inside of me. I, I'm going to go no, on. I'm, when when you to... when you say something's telling you to turn back, is it a is it a really high pitched sort of run down your spine female voice? Because uh, that no. one's been missing from my head, and I think maybe it might have jumped to yours. If you're talking about your uh, a Millie, uh, uh, it's not. In fact, it's something much more dar darker and sinister. Oh, she and, can be uh, that too. And at this point, I say, I, I don't b think this bears any more further discussion. And at that point, I try to push Florence aside, and I want to run down the hallway to the left to the purple glow. Oh, where the heck's he going? I don't know. Harold, he pointed that gun at my head. Oh, that's not okay. <laughs> Maybe no. Millie was onto something. We might want to keep after him, make sure he doesn't do anything silly. He pointed the gun so, at uh, my head. He beat Gerald to unconsciousness. Oh, yeah, he did that with this, too, didn't he? And I'll look at the butt and see if there's any blood on it. Maybe clean it <laughs> off a little. I don't trust him. Yeah, I, I think that's probably a fair assessment. He has been, you know, he's been acting a little erratic, and for me to, to say that somebody's acting <laughs> erratic is pretty erratic. <laughs> So I think we might want to follow him before he gets too far away. You don't know what's down there. There might be a bigger gun down there. Who knows? Okay. Yeah, let's follow him. 
Ahead, I'm so just going to turn and follow in front of Florence. I'm going to slip my hand into my bag and just touch my gun. Okay. All right. I, as y'all run into this room, Quentin, you're bathed, absolutely bathed in this glow of purple light. There's purple fluid in jars mm. interspersed mm. with caged animals. Mm. And uh, the room doesn't smell as feral as it should, right? Like there's all these, you're in this room full of animals in cages and uh, all, all kinds from raccoons to badgers to wolves to foxes, anything that was kind of local to the area. There's an animal locked in there. Your groundhogs are even, there's a special little groundhog cage. <laughs> and um, and then there's uh, these uh, up above them with kind of natural uh, siphoning capabilities are these jars of purple fluid that seem to like drip into a water supply. There's also an area that's just the purple fluid flowing in and out of glass tubes and being heated in various capacities and, and different things are being uh, mixed with it. And so there, this room seems to be filled with all kinds of experiments and... Uh, Is it the same purple color that Marissa put in my beverage? Ding, ding, ding. And, and it's the same purple color of the substance that I was testing. Yes. Okay. Uh, he, uh, Florence, you might want to keep an eye out behind us a little bit, um, it, 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 in case that fellow with the with the good sounding name, what, what's his name again? He's got a really great Gerald. Gerald. Gerald, that's the guy. In case he happens to wake up and, and come down here. Sure, I'll stay by the. Is there a door to the room, or is it just a hallway into a? chamber it's just, it, yeah it's just the hallway into the chamber right the okay. only the only access point you've seen so far is the one that you took down from the bed is there any uh light right i just meant is there a door to the room like we walked down a hallway and now we're in a no no door okay okay yeah. does this Thanks. room have any lights or is any of this stuff bioluminescent uh there are lights on in the room right the, the, or there are those tubes that are glowing up above your heads mm -hmm. and uh, the different from what was put in your glass or different from what you used Harold there is a luminescence quality to it that wasn't there previously mm, okay mm. Um, is there anything in the room that is a portable device for light uh Sure, I'll go with that. You, there, there's a, a small metal cylindrical object. Well, make a luck roll to see if you know what it that it that's indeed what it is. Ooh, a seven. Cool. Uh, so uh, there's a a small cylindrical object next to the door, and when you you're for some reason compelled to pick it up, and as you do. Uh, it has two little metal bumps on the mm -hmm. top of it, and as you place your thumb over it, it like completes the the conduit mm -hmm. for it, and light comes out of the end. Ooh, keeping this. 
That's is it a too. purple light or is it a is it a regular uh, yellow white light? Uh, it, it, it's a nice white light, but if you were thinking you'd like some warmer color in your life, you could make it more of a yellowish light. Okay. So these animals here, um, what kind of shape are they in? How, how are they doing? What do you have related to that, Harold? Oh, let's see here. I got lots of investigatory stuff. Um, let's see here. Uh, well, if, believe it or not, my spot hidden ain't too bad. Uh, let's, I got a lot of mechanical stuff. So not so much well, on... Creatures. How about like natural world survival? Something like that. No. No, Harold's not a big natural world guy. He's more of a mechanical <laughs> world guy. Yeah, go for spot hidden. Okay, this always goes well. Um, and I just want to point out that this is going to be my first roll with uh, my new dice that came in this fancy Ooh. tin. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yep. And oh, you could keep bullets in that tin. I was going to say, fill it with flour. <laughs> yeah. Well, I keep my cookies in here. And they're mm. heavy metal ones. Mmm. Ten of cookies. They roll great, too, um, if I were rolling for high. <laughs> Just so wait till D&D to start rolling low again. Right, exactly. exactly. Did you really roll a 92? Yeah, I, I really rolled a 92. Yeah. All right, so you walk up to the... It's not a failure. It's not like a critical failure. It's just I didn't succeed. <clears throat> You you walk up to the cage. What 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 animal would Harold find some kinship with? Uh, so I guess of the ones that you have named, probably the fox. Oh, okay, I can see that. All right, so you go up to the fox's cage. Oh man! <laughs> and I, I cough on him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much longer I have in me. Okay, we can take um, a break anytime. Uh, so you walk up to the fox cage. And for whatever reason, you're kind of compelled to put your fingers up to it and, you know, say, like, <laughs> really? You're you're after fingers? the blender, I stick my finger in the box. <laughs> your bloody Is finger. it the bleeding? Yeah. Yeah, your bloody finger. And you're foxy, foxy, foxy. He, he seems the most kind of calm. And it immediately, uh, you, you jerk your hand back very quickly because it immediately. Uh, sort of spastically responses and makes those horrible, you know, murdered oh, baby fox. fox sounds. Oh, I hate those. Sounds. And then echoes all through the cave, and it 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 snaps at your finger. A little bit of drool comes uh, down, keeper. and then backs up in the cage. What 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 does the fox say? <laughs> he, he just couldn't leave it alone. We were all thinking it, but he actually said it. He oh. says, "He says, figure trigger." <laughs> Michael uh, Quentin looks around as uh, Harold's looking around, and I look for the source of the purple liquid going to the water source, and and I want to stop that, interrupt Tinger, that. Tinger frigger. That's what it would be. <laughs> you you want to you look for the source of what? I want to interrupt the source of the purple liquid going to the water source for the animals. Oh, there's like there's a separate kind of purple reservoir for each animal cage, and there's probably I don't know thirty animal cages in the room. Okay, um, but those get filled from somewhere uh, by hand, I guess. Uh, it would appear that way. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I was going to say Quentin's going to go around because that's just not right, and he's going to uh, interrupt the sources of the, the... If he has to take them out and just toss them onto the floor, he'll do that. Okay, so is that what you're going to do? You're going to throw the liquid and break it on the floor? Uh, is it um, is it an open-type container where it's open on top, or is it a seal thing like something in a hamster cage? No, it's like a... I think a glass distilling bottle with mm -hmm. a tube coming out of it, and the tube comes out of the glass distilling bottle and then down into the animal's water supply, and the purple just kind of... and then drips slowly into the water supply. Oh, so you'd have to pop a cork to refill the bottle or something like that? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, if there's so, if it's that simple, then I just want to interrupt the uh, the source. Like, if there's a little hose running to the cage, okay. something like that, just pop those away from the animals, so the animals don't have purple liquid to drink. Okay. Perfect. So as you as you do that and kind of systematically go through, you leave the hoses dangling out of the tops of the bottles, and so now they're just kind of dripping on the shelves. Does that make okay. sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Is there a innocent looking animal like a fluffy bunny or a, a squirrel or a chipmunk yeah name your poison all right I, i'll go bunny bunny yeah okay there's a fluffy so, bunny okay excellent so i'll go to the bunny With cage very this very time, sharp teeth yeah and this oh, god time, wait shit <laughs> what oh my god that? the fluffy bunny <laughs> that's terrifying oh. It was. He just had like the eyeball in the screen wow. for a second. It was yep, that's terrifying. terrifying. No, I was looking up at you, and he's way down at the bottom. <laughs> okay, I'd like to change my my animal choice, please. Oh, I thought you were going to say change like your this. pants. <laughs> yeah, well, that too. Um, so this time, I, I want to not use my finger and use the barrel of the gun but I'm not going to even be holding anywhere near the trigger. So I'm going to hold the rifle sort of by the stock and um, in front of the, the trigger assembly and just sort of okay. tap the, the barrel on the edge of the cage as if it were my finger and see how the bunny reacts. Okay. And the bunny moves back in its cage away from the gun barrel. Okay. Well, then, I guess if I feel like I have plenty of time to move my hand out of the way, if the bunny decides to attack, I would like to change the barrel for the finger in case the bunny happens to be smart enough to, to know what a gun is. But if I think okay. there's any chance that this bunny can get to me before I can pull my finger back from the edge of the cage, I'm not doing it. So, so tell me exactly what you're trying to do, then. I just want to tap the side of the cage with my, just sort of, you know, not like stick my finger in it, but just tap the wire of the oh, cage. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yes. Okay. All right. So you tap the wire of the cage and the bunny doesn't. doesn't I, I don't know why okay. it would, but yeah. And it seems that it seems healthy. The animals seem healthy. Uh, based on your natural world experience, they seem in good physical health. Okay. Their, their Do they have any okay. purple tinges to them? Like anything around <laughs> their eyes that's purple? <laughs> Um, ears, anything like? Are they taking on the color of this stuff at all? No. Okay. Does, is there any poo in the cages? Uh, there is, but they're very. They are for the most part very clean. Okay. Is is the poo like any funny colors or anything? Nope. Okay. No purple poo. No purple, no purple poo. poo. And the cages are all intact and in good shape. It doesn't look like they've been banging on the inside of the cages. Yeah, no. Huh. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
Wow, did you hear did you hear banging and giggle? <laughs> Is that what just happened, Rick? <laughs> I noticed you're yeah. not saying no. That's not Maybe. definitely not what happened. Maybe we can keep going. Okay. Very good. Uh, right. again the the lights flicker above y'all mm -hmm. uh, like they did in the previous rooms. Okay. Uh, make a Let's see, you're undoing that. You're working with the bunny. Florence, make a listen roll. I missed it. No. Okay. Yes, I missed it. All right. Then you definitely don't hear the footsteps above your head. Oh. <clears throat> Excellent. Uh, so I'm just looking around the room, seeing if there's anything... Um, you know, anything of significance in here. Just trying to figure out the mechanics of stuff and see if there's any other experimental devices in here. Uh, you're wholly impressed, right? This is a, this would be a beyond state of the art lab for the time period. Some of the things in here you've read about, but most of them you haven't even read about. Hmm. There, there seem to be things tying into more of those wires from the ceiling that seem to be running various operations, which are complex mechanisms moving and uh, parts within the machinery on the table and even the uh, the stuff that's working with the purple liquid, uh, which your Harold's uh, most intelligent guess about it would be it looks like some sort of distillation or purification process that's going on. Um, and then at, at the end of that table, there are some large vats for storing the output of the liquid. Hmm. Okay. Whoa. Hello. Uh, any tools around um, or small pieces of equipment? Anything that I could steal and make use of? I mean, there's, uh, there's keys to the cages on the tables. Uh, there's all kinds of various tools for adjusting mechanical operations there's pretty much i mean if you want to get to it any kind of tool that you would need those are mainly in the other room though most of the mechanical tools would be in the other room okay you say there, there are keys to the animal cages in here there are that's awfully tempting <laughs> although that fox is <laughs> i'm not sure i want to let that fox out oh the bunny yeah, what well, happened? Well, what can a fluffy bunny do? Yeah, it's hiding in the corner. All right, I've got to take a throat break, so okay. let's um, let's pause here for a moment, and you can figure out. Yep, Brick, that's what I said. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna take five ten minutes. Everybody, go have a beverage, have a snack, and uh, we'll be back in a little bit. And we're back from break. Michael, get us going again. All right, so we were down in the caverns and you were you were contemplating picking up some keys. Florence is in quite the quandary as she deals with Quentin. And Quentin is being Quentin. Um quite the summary. Well, I take my um electric lantern. Some thumb working lantern and step out of the room and peer down the hallway to the right, the one that has the lights off with the lantern and I shine it down just to see. 
Okay, so the hallway goes down about six to eight feet, mm-hmm. and then it it curves gently. Like you can just see a little S in it, so that you can't see straight down it. And what's the what's the floor and the walls made out of? Are they like a mine shaft or what? Yeah, everything's dug out, and remember, mm-hmm. it's quite tall. It's a it's dug out to about twelve feet. Okay. Um, and uh, Harold was in the other room, and Florence was. I don't know where Florence was. Oh, at the Y. I was watching for the possibility of Gerald. Oh yeah, she was listening. Okay, I was listening. So you, so you'd be there, and then so but I was distractedly. So I was Sorry. peering down the hall, and uh, and I say to her, I said, I'm just going to peer down the hall around that S. Nothing should happen. <laughs> And I, sure. And I take a f- few steps down the hallway uh, and start holding the lantern out in front of me and keeping my uh, other hand ready in- inside my jacket and holding the rusted revolver. Okay. And you you make your way down the hall. How far are you going? If it's six or eight feet to the to the ass. So, oh, so I go eight feet. Okay, so you go all the way down, and it curves off about three feet to the right, and then it, you know, it looks like it makes its way back down again. Back down deeper, or same level, or same level, same level. So it's just a jog. Okay. So I, I, I'll, I'll step forward, and I turn back to Florence. And he says, "There's another, there's another curve. I'm going to peek around this curve, and I step a few feet more, and hold I'll keep here. watch, and hold the lantern, and uh, see." If it's more of the same. Okay. So as as he goes around the curve, Florence, you watch and the, and the light kind of disappears, right? As you would expect as he as he moves around it. Uh, Quentin, as you make your way around the curve, there's basically a, a straight shot. The the hall continues mm-hmm. or, or the tunnel continues. And then at the end of it, it uh, <clears throat> as you shine your light, um, it seems to open up considerably, probably about another ten feet down. And as it does, you uh, catch glints of um, a large metallic object that's probably about four, four or five, four to five feet in height, and it extends beyond the the sides of the tunnel so you can't see you can't see the whole thing hmm okay a large apparatus though yes okay that's uh something for uh for our friend Harold so I will uh I'll step backwards I, I'll turn around and look behind me and then uh, I'll listen for anything going on in the room just in case it's perfectly silent or not uh make a listen roll okay not even oh uh no not close 50. okay so uh do there's some there's some noise but you can't really identify what it is i mean it's nothing that it's nothing terribly loud or that would really set you off how uh, long does this trip down the hallway take i mean like just a normal stroll 10 feet across a room or i don't know exploring yeah quentin how careful were you being uh, not that, not super careful. Okay. I was going to go forward uh, with the lantern, stop, turn. So if I was going eight feet, you know, that's a few seconds. Turn, 
turn and take a look. So the whole thing would be definitely under a minute. Yeah. Uh, are there any doors in here? So I'm, I'm still in the animal room. Is there a door in here that could there be closed? Is. There is. Uh, at the sorry, that bad keeper move here. At the end of the room, there's not a doorway, but there's another tunnel that goes further down. Okay. But From are... the purple room? Yes. My fault. Okay. I'm and, not on top of my game tonight. I'm the, sorry. The purple room is the animal room. And it's purple yes. because of all the bottles. Yes. Got it. Okay. Um, but there are no doors in these rooms. They're, they're just sort of larger openings in this sort of long cavern. Yes. Okay. Um, is there anything nearby that could be used to prop up in the openings or in one of the openings to create a barrier? Hmm. There's the... Sure, there's the, the the shelving that the animals are on, so their cages are on shelves, mm -hmm. um, which would create a see-through barrier, but it would be a barrier of sorts. Uh, the table that the distillation stuff on is quite heavy. It, it's made out of metal. And it probably looks like if it was going to move, it might take two or three of you. Okay. Um, but the shelving that the animals are on, I'd have to remove the animals in Correct. order to, to move the shelving. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing that would... Uh, so here's what I'm getting at. If I, what, I'm, what I would like to do is, is work up some sort of way to um, release the animals, but have them in a different <laughs> section from us. So I'd like to close a door of that room somehow so that when someone comes down to open it, these animals are all out. Um, but I don't see anything, any way in which I could make that happen, I'm gathering. Make a luck roll. If you get an extreme success, we'll figure something out. Nope. Okay. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> um, then I'll take a peek in the next room. Okay. As you peek in the next room, uh, make a constitution roll. Oh, dear. Um, let's see here. What is my constitution? Okay, yeah, it's a success. Normal success. Okay. Uh, you have to steal yourself back and kind of... Uh, there's no smell, but it's just the sight is so revolting. It's piles and piles and piles of bones. Oh. I don't like that. And they, they appear to be animal bones? There's all kinds. You, your best guess, I mean, you see a lot of animal skulls. Uh, you don't see anything that's necessarily human, but, I mean, there's a lot of bones. Okay. Like... Like, if you were to dig through it, you're probably above waist-deep in bones in that room. Wow. Okay. Uh, and then I, I'm going to head out the other way. I will let the other folks know. <laughs> so, I guess you could make Picking a bone door. You could make a bone door, I guess. Yeah, that would take a while. While they were in their respective rooms, I'd just like to go back down to the right-hand tunnel and grab a few more of the notebooks that were in there. You said there were a bunch of notebooks in the strange script, symbol yep. script. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what is the locking mechanism that's on these cages? 
it's very it's very rudimentary right it's just like a, a key a latching key kind of thing Given my mechanical expertise, do I think that I could unlock these cages and um, do something that would delay the animal's ability to give out to get out, but give them an opportunity to get out? You could sure with your kind of assessment make a you know what make a luck roll. Okay. I mean not a not a luck roll. I'm sorry. Um. Uh. An intelligence roll. That's not what I meant. That's much better. Uh, that is a success. Okay. So what you're thinking is that you could unlock the cages, mm-hmm. and then, depending on the size of the animal, slide a bone mm. into the cage with a, a thickness that would offer some resistance, but based on the animal size if they hit it enough times it. it would snap the bone and they could come out okay i'm gonna do that okay this is gonna take some time yep i'll just start doing okay. that and whenever these guys come back to get me okay let's say 30 cages finding bones you're probably looking at an hour of work maybe oh, is that shit. reasonable sounds like a lot but okay it's okay your favorite animal. i'm, I'm just gonna rest, start so. doing it i'm gonna start with the bunny and I'm assuming these guys are going to come and get me before you get to the fox. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to stick my head and see Harold hard at work and say that I'm heading back upstairs for a minute. I want to check something. Why don't think you should go alone? Hmm. Why, why don't you? Well, uh, why don't you let me come with you? Uh, let, let me get uh, uh, two you... more animals here and, and then I'll come. Get, I'll come with you. So I'm going to take the two next cutest animals from the bunny. And, and unlock their cages. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm, go, I'm going up with Florence. Was... Yep. Okay. All right. So and are we up? All right. Yeah. Y'all climb up the rope ladder and you're up. I'm pulling it up after me. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Wow. No. <laughs> Dissension in the Quentin's gonna get eaten he by a bunny. A gun to my head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Harold, you uh, just see Florence pull up the ladder. He uh uh Florence, what 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 you doing there? <laughs> and as you do that you hear bone snapping. <laughs> <laughs> And the roar of a bunny. <laughs> Harold, how well do you know <laughs> Quentin? Sorry, there was a there was a bunny. Harold, how well do you know Quentin? Really? Oh well, I, you know, I I uh, I met him in the bar. Uh, what was that yesterday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So you know, oh. pretty well. Have you ever had a gun he's, to your head? He's probably. Oh, I guess my about third best friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't trust him and I don't know what to do about him and he's acting very erratically. And this gives me a measure of control. So that's what I'm doing. Okay, well, since since you're my second best friend, then I, I guess I got to trust you. Well, I'm not saying we leave him there forever. 
but we need to talk and we need to do it when he's uh, in a situation we can control. Okay. I, I trust you. Hey, um, speaking of control, where, where's that uh, Gerald feller? Well, I'm going to take a look around and see if I see Gerald. We just came up into the bedroom and we left him on the bed. Is oh, he so he should bed? be right here. We should have seen him already before <laughs> we even started talking. Yeah, and he's not there. Oh, geez. We've been having a conversation while uh, while he's been wandering around somewhere. We should probably find him. Well, that, at least that... he's alive. At least Quentin didn't kill him. Well, you know, now I'm kind of missing Quentin a little bit. We, He might be mad and needing another head bean in. Let's go talk to him. Okay, that's a good idea. How about I uh, maybe hold the gun behind my back? Would that be inconspicuous? Um, well, it's no secret that we have a gun. I think you can just hold the gun. Okay. He knows you. Yeah. Yep, he does. Oh, I forgot about him. That would make Quentin my fourth best friend. <laughs> um... I'd, uh, well, I'd like to walk out and see if Gerald's journal that or that he was taking notes in about our when he was questioning us and Harold was Quentin. Somebody was providing it with a lot of information. I'd like to see if that journal is still around. Okay, so it's it's dark outside, right? But sure. It, it's nighttime now, and okay. you. You feel really unsettled, right? Uh, you've you've locked Quentin in the basement. Gerald's not in the bed. There's a a blood stain on the pillow where he was. Is there a trail? From, what's that? Is there a trail of blood anywhere? Uh, only the trail that was there from y'all dragging him. Okay. Um, and there's just that kind of disquiet as you walk out of the bedroom and into the kitchen and you just have that feeling that you're not alone mm -hmm. and i don't mean harold yes yep. yeah uh, hey uh, uh hey gerald you, you, you in here and and there's no response there's a a the door to the kitchen's closed again. The door between the main room and the kitchen's closed. And there seems to be a small glow. Your eyes are kind of adjusting, right? You were in pretty mm -hmm. bright space downstairs. And your eyes right now are having a little bit of trouble coming to. There seems to be a glow on the other side of the door. Oh, geez. Uh, do we hear any sounds? Any, any, like, make a listen roll? Oh, that's 22. That should be pretty good. Uh, listen is... Oh, yeah, that's a hard success. And you hear a a whistling. Like a happy whistling? <laughs> like, like a, a whistling... Like <laughs> I'm doing some like work? A, or like, like a, a whistling in a movie right before Scott has to cover his eyes. <laughs> oh, dear. No, it's a. It, what tune would it be? It's a tune that's familiar to you, Harold. What's the tune that he's whistling that's familiar to you? Boy, I guess the Camp Town Lady. 
How does how does that go? I don't know that. No, no, yeah, no. Get to the ra- get to no. the racist part. No, gosh. No again? That, that, did I? Do we do something bad again? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Camptown races. No, yeah. no. Yeah, can we? Let's just move. We'll just oh, move on. Is that a racist it, song? I didn't know. Okay, what's yeah. a non-racist eighteen? So, <laughs> are, are, the are there any of them? There are none. <laughs> Happy birthday. He's he's whistling Amazing Grace. How's that? Sure. Okay. I know that one. That's creepy. It is yeah. a little creepy at night. Yeah. Coming at from a dimly lit room. That's yeah. true. But, yeah. Okay, okay well. Okay, well, I guess maybe let's... we'd better have that talk with Quentin. Okay, um... Do you want to have a talk with him, and I'll uh, I'll I'll stand here and and watch the door. Sure. Because I I'd hate for him to sneak up on us. That seems like it could go badly. I agree. After we knocked him out and tied him up and stuffed something down his throat. Oh oh, I I forgot about that one. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Yeah, he's gonna have a sore throat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, do All right, you, so do you I'm going to go call Quentin up. I don't think you well, should go down by yourself. I'm going to look down and see if he's come to see where we are. I'm assuming he's probably just standing there wondering why the ladder's gone. Well, I okay. don't know, Quentin. What what would you have done after you made your way out of the tunnel? Uh I don't know. I was going to say if uh, the if the rope went up and people weren't there, um, well, but you were way down at the other end. So when would you have come back? Well, I was just down there for like a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then you yeah. started heading back. Yeah. Okay. So it would be like, "Hey, let the rope down." I guess you would have heard that, but um, I think Quentin would just uh, take it on his own initiative, and because he doesn't know these people, and would search on. So I would Quentin would turn around, and having seen two rooms that were closed, the animal had gone back to the contraption room. I'm using the lantern to find another exit. Hmm. All right, so you went so you went back to the animal room. No, no, I would go back to down the hallway to the because the animal room had, was closed off, had a door, um, and then the other room with the contraption was no exit. So the only exit, it seemed like it went on for quite a while, would be the what seemed like a mine shaft, and then it had some sort of device. The one that was dark. Got it. I'll go to that one. Okay. All right, so you enter the room with your flashlight. Yeah, a cool electric lantern. And as you do, make a pal roll. Ooh, got it. 44. Okay. And you're able to maintain your composure, but this voice inside your head says, I already told you to leave. And I'll talk out loud. I said, I don't think so. I'm going on. <laughs> we can, we can, I said, unless you, unless you have a, it would have been around time. Unless you're, unless you can understand telepathy, then I'll talk to you in telepathic manner and I'll think, no. <laughs> And the the voice says, you find yourself most amusing, don't you? Uh, but it's in your head. It's not out loud. Okay. Uh, Quentin will start talking to himself. He, he often does. 
<laughs> and often with my acting career, I'm the only one that did when the audiences didn't. <laughs> oh, you're you're saying this? Yeah, I'll say that. Oh, okay. Why not? Um, and as you, uh, as you kind of flick your light around, mm -hmm. um, your your light lands on something that seems to be organic. Mm, here we go. However, it's nothing that you can make sense of. You see these long appendages coming off a, a coiled kind of core. Uh, make a sanity roll. Okay. Got it. 43. All right. And you manage to hold yourself together uh, and only take one point of sanity damage. So a little bit of uh, like Stranger Things going on in the tunnels. Okay. All right. So some grand uh, steampunky organic mechanical creature. Okay. Your, your body seizes with the flashlight and you can only hold it at one spot. Um, again, like when you took the gun and put your frigger tinger over the trigger, uh, it, you're you're stuck in this spot, and the spot is on the wall, slightly about ten feet high, mm -hmm. and you only get the momentary glimpses of these kind of tentacly appendages that are hanging off, and the voice in your head it mm -hmm. screams at you and it says i told you to leave and you're here now in my home you've ruined everything and you cannot leave and it's well screams. i can't leave anyway someone pulled the rope ladder up <laughs> <laughs> and it it's it screams a pierce sound i need a hard pow roll for you to survive the not survive but for you to <laughs> like Ooh, a 10 got it wow all right wow. is that a hard nice. that, that's an extreme that's an extreme for you all right uh so your your you body said it screamed a, a horrible roar <laughs> yeah oh, i was gonna do this one no, no, no. It was definitely more. Can I get that one again from you, Chris? Because that's... <laughs> wow. It, like, clips him yeah, out. Yeah, he got clipped so much. It's it was so loud, horrific. it just clipped. Oh. Um, and there you go. <laughs> and, and the voice the voice in your said, ha, ha, head says, I don't know whether to kill you or to experiment on you. My, my uh, answer is, if, if your plans are ruined and you're as nefarious as you seem, then I'm glad of it. And, and what comes up, up me is uh, of no consequence if your plans are ruined. Oh, an insolent one, huh? Well, you know, just to play devil's advocate, why would you have to choose? You could do one and then the other. <laughs> just saying okay um I, from Very the form <laughs> from the form 
bright light crackles through the cavern and sur like surrounds you. Um, you can the static electricity makes all of Quentin's hair stand up all over his head, and he he he. Oh. <coughs> and the keeper coughs, <laughs> and um, uh, static electricity flies all over the cavern from the force of this, and you suddenly realize that this creature has a weapon in his possession that's far beyond your power. Okay. Uh, well, I said he, he, he said he was going to not let me go or do me in, so I was going to say, I said, well, I said it's been lovely being here, but I think it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, and it laughs inside your head at you. And this is the first time that you realize as you go to move mm -hmm. that you really can't move. Uh, unless, make a power roll. If you can make an okay. extreme power roll, we might let you out. Uh, no, I made my regular power roll, but not an extreme. Okay. Um, Do we see anything at the other end of the of the tunnel? Yeah, just down the trap door. Oh, y'all are looking down the trap door? I was going to look down the trap door to see if Quentin was standing there wondering where the rope ladder was. Okay, so make a listen roll. That's a 12. Ooh, nice. You hear Quentin talking to himself. And discreet. <laughs> and, that, and then you see this huge flash of light move through the cavern. And enough so that uh, all as that light happens, all the hair on your arm stands up, and the back of your neck it just it crawls up. But I don't hear the screech, right? The screech was just in Quentin's head. Correct. Yes. Okay. Oh. Okay. Um, stage whisper. Quentin, who are you talking to? Hmm. Yeah, and I don't think Quentin's going to be... He's being talked to in his head, so yeah, okay. I, I don't think... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Harold! Right. And we might... I think we might... Yeah, I'll let <laughs> okay. you finish this out, and then we'll we'll move over to Bo and Yonker, because uh, I want to give them a little bit more time Yeah, tonight. yeah. Yeah. This is actually a perfect spot to do that. I yeah, think. just just stop now. Yep. That's fine. Okay. Because cool. we have a decision to make. Yeah. Do we run away with the ladder still up? <laughs> or do we drop it and then run? <laughs> or do we free the bunnies first? <laughs> Very important decision. Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, super quiet. Bo, Yocker, and Phil. Bo and Yocker, y'all have been attacked and attacked no, one of Phil, these flying Phil and, things. Phil and Yocker. Sorry, Phil and Yocker, y'all have been attacked and attacked one of these things. And you come riding into town and conveniently enough run into Bo right on the outskirts of town. Is that hey, fair? Hey, Bo. Good yeah. to see you again. What happened to that guy? You find him? Uh, yeah, Phil. Uh, it turned out it weren't the guy I, I thought it was. I mean, so you, uh, you know, I was trying to find a little something to give to you. 
uh, I, I figured I would at least give you his uh, fire iron, you know, as a because you killed him fair and square, you should get something out of it. But uh, you didn't have anything on him, so I just said oh. a prayer over him and left him where he where he was. Yeah, you shot him in do the back, fair and a, square. Can I do a psychology roll to see if he's telling the truth? Sure. Uh, I missed it by one. Yeah. So I'm going I up to you. I, I am. I am telling the truth, aren't I? I didn't find anything. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, all you. All you took were his boots. I'm riding. Oh up to yeah, yeah. Oh, Phil. Uh, what? What size are your feet? <laughs> well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna roll and find out. Hold on. Yeah, roll a twenty sider. <laughs> twenty sider. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, well, that was a two. I'm gonna say I'm. You've got size feet. two feet. Size twelve. Size twelve. Oh, holy shit! These uh, I know. In the past, you lost your you shit you shat your boots, and you had to take remember you had to take them off, and then you lost your boots. And <laughs> yeah, this is perfect. I remember. Here you go, my friend. Shitting remember in my boots. Remember how you shat your yeah, boots? Yeah. Here's <laughs> These boots fine, is unshat. <laughs> here's a fine pair of boots that I wrenched off that corpse that you made. And, if you're a 12, these are about, I don't know, 12, 13. They should fit you. They're fancy, fancy boots. Oh, yeah. Very kind there, Bo. Uh, uh, you should know I was a man of my honor. I did not sell you out to this gentleman on fear that uh, is something uh, fishy about it. But he, he was looking for you. I'm surprised uh, there's was looking a connection for, there. Was he looking for me specifically? Did he he ask was looking for, for two, two individuals that recently got in should... town. And uh, it matched sort of your description. So you and that uh, oh. Quentin Berry folk, that apple pie guy. So uh, well, that is that is. Most... Well, I'm sure he's doing just fine right now. I'm sure everything is going oh. great with him. Oh yeah, he's a lucky some bitch. There. I'm com- I'm coming up, and I'm like, it'd be weird because you guys didn't come in together, did you? I know we didn't. It's the... so. How's he putting the two of you together? That's well, awful conundrum. He, well, the thing is, he ain't no one I I never met. I never seen at least I never seen a man with boots like that. But uh, you never know who's you know who you made a an enemy of when you're going from here to there. And you know, and I'm, I'm going to clap you on the back and be like, I bet you got to be pretty relieved that it wasn't that fella you thought it was. Well, I'm I'm relieved in one way that I still get to kill him, but. You know, I would uh, I would have gotten over it, I guess, if he if he had been, you know, yeah, if Phil had you, killed but him. There ain't nothing like putting a bullet in a man when he'd done you wrong. That's who's, true. Who's I mean, it drove about, me. It, uh, it drove me. You know, I've been after him for over two years now. So it would be kind of, you know, I don't know what the word is, anticlimactic. No, that's about the climate, which the one's about the climate and one's about a climax. Anticlimatic, climatic, climactic, anticlimactic, anticlimatic. You don't believe in climate I can't believe this. Were he to show up dead and I had nothing to do with it, yes, sir. Well, I'm just saying, if he ever comes and you need support, you let me know and I'll do what I can to help oh, you. Yeah, Yacker, Yacker is great Yacker. at supporting people who are coming. That's that's what he's known. Oh, for. Jesus oh. Christ, Phil. So, so. Wow. <laughs> so. You always, always got to bring the level of discourse down to the gutter, don't you? 
Wow. Yeah, I just he's a very supporting person. He's there with both hands ready to help. Just, yes, just anyway. Uh, so yeah, uh, why don't you tell him what you're trying to do without that tin and the, the gunpowder well, and the well, the flower sack there, mister? Well, I show you. I show you both. So both. Did you see speaking of uh, let's let's put this conversation on pause for a second. Let's put a pin in this one <laughs> and uh, let's look up at the town. Is it like destroyed and we just have been chit chatting on the edge of it? Oh, that's right. They were flying. They were flying. <laughs> what a great down. question. There's, <laughs> like, there's like these giant pterodactyls <laughs> destroying yeah, like the building. Carrying people away and shit. Like, and we're just, just talking away. Or... <laughs> just fucking people at this point. Or just like, hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Oh, those new boots I can wear? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's. Uh, they tell me about the thing. I say, oh, it flew over me. Uh, it attacked you? Holy crap. And it was flying towards town? Yep. Yeah, it flying knocked me off town. my horse. So make yeah, a I... make a listen roll? All of us? Sure. Uh, nope, I didn't make it. 36. And that would be... Oh, fuck, where's my listen? Listen. Oh, son of a bitch. Got a no. 40? No. Every single one of my rolls tonight has been seven no. or something. It was a good roll, but my list is low. No. Okay. So y'all hear screams. You don't know from which part of town, but y'all are in the southwest corner of town. If we look at that map and you hear some screams coming from town and uh, you're not sure which direction, but as y'all talk about these big flying things, you immediately kind of look up to the sky, would be my guess, right? As you hear these screams. And yep. and as soon as I hear the screams, I got my gun back in my hand and I'm looking up. Okay. And uh, then Scott, make a spot hidden. Ooh, 12. All right. Ooh. Um, wait, wait, wait. Uh, let me just make sure. Yeah. So I got so hard. Okay. What you looking at, Yocker? And Yocker, you're looking at one of those uh, flying creatures that suddenly seems to have a pair of human legs hanging out from the bottom of it. Oh, just the legs? Well, you can't tell because remember it's nighttime. Oh yeah. And so but it's the I, silhouette. I, it looks like it looks like it might be holding on to something. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I'm looking at. I'm like. I'm like, oh my god! It looks like the those things are taking all the townspeople away. Oh shit! We can't shoot it if it's holding. Well, it might be a kindness. I don't know what yeah, those things cause... are going to do, but I know yeah. if it takes me away, I'm hoping you put a bullet between my eyes. Oh, I will. Based all on right. the positioning, I don't know if you'd hit your eyes, but um, <laughs> probably... <laughs> look, oh, Phil. It, well, it, it would hit. A a certain color of eye. Hey, yeah. I got a new wireless plan for my business, but all of my employees need something different. Hey, quit. What, what is happening? That? What the hell what was the hell? that? That's the ad before his OnlyFans video comes on. Yeah. Wow. Quentin Berry story. So, uh, so when we look up, uh, are they flying lower? Like, do they look like they're straining under the weight of carrying a, a human being? No, not at all. Oh, that's boy. that's disappointing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, gonna... they look like they're they look like they're taking up towards the sky, and you're watching them start to fly westerly over the town. Uh, well, I'm going galloping after them. Yep. Yeah, I'm I immediately to... kick my horse in high gear or whatever you do to get horses in 
high gear. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I guess I don't have to you, kick you it. I can, just, I can just and nudge it a little don't bit. Don't forget to downshift. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, so let me just triple check on this. All right. As you, as you take off in your horse, and your horses are fast, right? Yeah. Uh, they're at full gallop here. Um, sorry. Well, temper that. I mean, we're in town. So yeah, what, what's their horsepower? One. <laughs> that would be one. <laughs> oh, one. our horsepower is one. I don't know about theirs. Yeah. yeah. We're in town, Michael, right? So we're not. Well, you're on the, you're we on the only... south edge of town. You haven't like. Oh, so we're not in. in town. Yeah. Y'all okay. just I said y'all met up with each other on I the edge it. of town. On the outskirts. OK, because yeah. once we get to town in the, the streets, you can't gallop through the streets. That wouldn't work. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you but could. Why? Why couldn't you? You might clip somebody, but you know. it's nighttime. I don't think yeah. people are going to be out. Probably people care more about being abducted by giant bat creatures than us. Gallant. I guess. So. Well, I, was thinking, I, like, I think Yocker's be... point is you'd have to run between buildings. Yeah. And... Oh, you couldn't uh, make a right. You couldn't. Like, make it's a not line. like you're going down the center of Main Street. Like it, yeah, it depends on where you are in the town. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Is there a Main Street? I guess I should look at the map. Oh, there is a there is a Main North South. Uh, yep, there's a straight north south. There's a straight straightaway. I think is it called Main Street? Uh, there are no street names. Yeah, because it's uh, not it's... it's not a street. It's just an absence of building. Yeah, I Chris I christened the Main Street. Okay, that's Main Street then. <laughs> it goes. Uh... So you're going right up Main Street. You could have named this. Oh anything. yeah, yeah. It and could you be Main with Street. Main Street? Because, uh, no, it goes right past uh, Body Bills. It goes right past the Blacksmith. Uh, yeah. It goes right that past like the a... Well. It could have been Seraphim Falls Boulevard. Yeah. Main Street. Every town's got to have a Main Street. That's how you know you're a real town. All right. So, but for intents and purposes, y'all are booking it away from town. And as you initially start to gallop after these things it becomes apparent to you after probably the first three four hundred feet that they are quick they're they're flying and they're very fast and you're losing ground to them i mean i I mean i I pull my horse up short and uh it, it seems hopeless so i'm thinking maybe we should go back and see what kind of harm they've done yeah yeah I guess I guess I as we're going, the only thing I would have added is we'd be yelling or I'd be sort of tapping metal to try and make some sort of noise to get their attention. Does that do anything? Make a extreme luck roll? Well that's not, no, that's a genius idea. If you yeah. mentioned that, I would fire my shotgun up in the air. Don't you have a device to make noise already, Phil? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You're genius. Hell? It's time to light it up. For emergency, my flower bomb. Yeah, I can spare a shotgun shell. I I fire a shotgun shell up uh, one barrel up in the air. There's human beings being carried away by giant pterodactyls. On on the on the spectrum of emergencies for Phil, (laughs) they gotta eat. They gotta eat, and that's not the highest. If it, you know, of it's bad. And for all all we know, they're already dead. It's the it's the circle of life for Phil. Phil's um, like, I was going to eat them. I got a regular success <laughs> on my luck roll, but there's no, I don't know what, unless I did the percentages, I wouldn't know what that. 
Right, there's no usually an extreme success for luck. I just got a success. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't see I don't That's really okay. see how this fire shotgun firing noise they're yeah, pretty intently flying. Yeah, I mean a flower off. bomb yeah. I wouldn't that might change yeah. something, but that sprays bomb. bullets in every direction. I yeah. mean that like that is an <laughs> that idea. Get some right? bad Random. Oh yeah. That's, I mean, that's almost as good as walking what into somebody's worth, house and hitting them over the head with the butt of a shotgun. Right. As soon as I see the flower bomb starting to get used, I'm riding away as fast as I can. <laughs> uh, same here. Well, except I don't know what it is. This is right. the first I'm not I've using the it. flower oh, bomb. Yeah, I'll be I... telling you, Bo, we got to go. Okay. I, I have it. Your words are enough for me. I have it. I have it in my you hand talk, and I no, pause and I look I at don't it. Care, Yocker and I are <laughs> left you alone. So I never thought I was using it. All right. <laughs> You are giving uh, well, it the side eye, to be fair. I'm giving it the side eye, but I'm I'm going with my main hustle, which is just being uh, an annoying, loud guy from from Boston. Um, so I uh, you're pretty good at it. So I do that, you know, Jim Carrey, you know, most annoying sound in the world sound. And what does that uh, sound like? I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, know, is that, that is that from Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, and I, uh, which was improvised. Did you know that? So, and then I, uh, uh, if nothing happens, I, I go well. That's uh, part of the food chain out here, I guess. And I'll turn around and join you guys back to town. Yeah. So I'm galloping back, same but, but speed I left, trying to. I do make a note of what direction they're going. What direction was it? They're headed. They seem to be headed. Uh, Mainly west, but in a slightly northerly slant. Which is different, right? Because the mines were south. The camp with the kids and women were supposed to be northeast. Right. Right. And this is northwest from town? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so maybe he gave us the wrong information earlier. Hmm. This is intriguing. Okay. Okay. So back in town, is there, there must be hullabaloo somewhere. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, as you, as you kind of make your way through the streets, right? It's, oh, my mic's doing weird things. Is that okay? As you make your way through the streets, there's, uh, I, I mean, it's already kind of a lively town at night anyway, right? Like bodies is kind of going as you move into town and stuff. Uh, people have, are, are all under the overhangs outside of storefronts. Uh, kind of looking up, there's a few drunken guys in the middle of the street firing their guns up in, into the middle of the sky, which, you know, is always good to have bullets just flying yeah, up into the air. Straight up, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, and then you, you hear the wails of uh, a, a, a woman as you kind of move um, into the... Uh, towards the northeast section of the town and crying about how they just no. took him. They just took him right off the street. Uh, and why him? And, okay. Oh. Well, the first thing uh, I'm I'll doing over. I, well, I, first thing I'm doing is heading to Seraphim Falls to make sure my uncle's okay. Yeah, you're I mean, you're pissed off, right? Like that's business. That's, you these lost. are my people. If they're, if they're gonna go check kill on people, they Jeb. should kill him in town. Well, yeah, if there's no there. body, how do I bury him? Exactly. Mm -hmm. All right. So you, Yocker, you go check on your uncle. I'm going to check on Uncle Jeb. I'm going to head over to the weeping woman. 
Okay. But wouldn't they bury an empty coffin? I mean, that, it's still a job for you. It's actually less work. Christian mm-hmm. thing to do. I don't know. And then you dig it up later and reuse it. Right, when, nobody, when nobody's um, looking. So how's, I, uh, Uncle, how's Uncle Jeb? And uh, Uncle Uncle Jeb's fine. He's fast asleep. Is Uncle Jeb a? Uh, is he a drinker? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle Uncle Jeb's just passed out on his bed with the the bottle in his hand on the floor. All right. So I'll close the door and head on out to check on everybody else now that I know he's okay. Uh, I guess while Jockert was doing that, and Bo, you're headed off to see where they're going. Are we near the general store or body build? Go see if Lloyd's all right. Um, uh, body bills is right on You're the way. You're taking us down some weird ass motherfucking tangent. Then I would prefer to deal with the task at hand. When we find <laughs> out what happened. We could do the main task. I was just telling him what I was going to be doing riding into town. Okay. Uh, body bills is. Do you not have the map of the town, Rick? I, I think I you don't. Okay. Uh, could somebody post that in the chat for Rick or? I can look for it. We're almost out of time tonight. It's fine. You just keep going. Do both things. It's good. Okay. Yeah, I don't have it handy at the moment. I can get it to him. So I'm just going to do some information gathering. Uh, Ma'am, what what happened? Who was took? Oh, oh my God. It was, it was, it was awful. We were, we were, we were going to the lighthouse. He's, he's. He's gone. Who's gone? Your husband? Satan took him. Oh, yeah. I uh, a friend of mine shot at him. He he said it had some sort of devil wings or bat giant bat wings or something. So what we are dealing with ain't natural. But who was took? It was my husband. What what happened? It just swooped down and grabbed him. Satan done come right out of the sky and, and took him from that. I, I told him if he didn't stop his his whoring that Satan was going to come for him. Satan did well, son of a bitch. It sounds like it was a, a fair cop then. He, uh, he was whoring and <laughs> probably drinking. So, yeah. I mean, uh, consider yourself lucky to be rid of the fella. I, sorry, I, oh, sorry, I don't know why I said that I, when I get anxious sometimes i say things i wish i hadn't but no ma'am it's uh, uh we're gonna try to track these things down and uh, see if uh, there were two of them one of them took your husband one of them took someone else we're gonna find out who else was took and then uh we're gonna go see if we can find him hopefully get him back uh, if you find that son of a bitch just punch him i don't want him to come back oh Okay, well, that takes a huge amount of pressure off us, so you don't have to come. You don't have to come back. It's his own damn fault for getting abducted in the damn first place. If he hadn't okay. made all those poor ass decisions. Satan wouldn't have took him. I ain't going to Satan for his ass. Well, uh, we'll we'll see what we can do. I mean, we have to go find these things anyway. If your husband happens, you know what. Yeah, if he happens to be, you know, if we can bring him back in a halfway decent uh, state, then we'll uh, we'll do that. Was he a was he a, was he a minor man? Or was Where the he hell a... are you, Philip? 
You're I over right by me. No, no, I went no. off by myself. Oh, 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 oh. Jesus Christ, trying to horn in were, on my... I didn't think we were doing my side thing. I thought we were going to go talk to the lady. No, Yocker went to look for his uh, uncle. I went to the woman, and you went to Body Bills. No, we I just, was, we I just determined... At, all right, all right, yeah. okay, all right. Sorry to be so possessive, but you, you, you have a habit of fucking up everything you, <laughs> you touch, and I want to fuck this up. So I'll go, uh, I'll quickly go looking and see if I can find the hullabaloo and find out who else was taken. Okay. And so as, as you head off into the crowd for the evening, I think this is where we'll wrap it. Uh, Cause we're at nine 30 and uh, we'll, this is probably a good place to end it with uh, Quentin. Um, j- just going to be honest here, Quentin. You might want to roll up another character for next week. <laughs> oh my god! I was gonna say. Oh uh, dear. You you can roll me one up. <laughs> because say. your last character was murdered by Florence. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> are you is are you the first murderer in our group? We we don't know that. <laughs> well. <laughs> Quentin did kind of go on off on his own thing. He was just taking precautions. Yeah, you know, reasonable I, precautions. <laughs> this is one of those where Adam West is tied up and he's going towards the saw blade, and I just really don't see a way that the Riddler doesn't come out triumphant. Well, and I think one. in this case, he's going towards the saw blade, and Robin is pushing him forward. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, all right. Well, that is a fantastic place to stop. And now I have a name for uh, this episode. Um, <laughs> may have something to do with murder and Florence. <laughs> so good. How are, how are y'all pinning this one on Florence? Yeah, it's, Quentin. It's the, kind of it's the latter. Yeah. No, Quentin made his own decisions. But that's not he nearly as he funny. Ye- he could have yelled up for the ladder. It's it's far funnier. Okay. Florence actually Florence. murdered him. <laughs> Florence no. might kill. And never let the truth get in the way of a good story. <laughs> so good. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us tonight uh, under the library. This is a ton of fun. Uh, f- find us on Twitter under the li- under the LIB and underthelibrary.com for everything else. Um, Join us again next week for me, for uh, Scott, Emily, Chris, Wayne, Rick, and Michael. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.